This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Not so great, Tom. Uh, Is it because of the distressing news you just brought up to me? Uh, what is that distressing news? That that uh, we decided to do this topic, not realizing we did spring two years ago, almost to, to the week. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that that would be to the week. Yeah. It's the beginning of spring. Um, but get this, a lot's changed yeah. about spring. If you've come here for talk about the springtime, the season spring, and yeah. I'm not talking about Mattress Springs, Tom. I know. I've, Bed Springs. I, whatever you you'll want to have call to it. excuse me because I probably am going to get confused throughout thinking. Yeah. Are you talking about like uh, Mattress Springs or yeah. Bed Springs? No, I'm not thinking. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the season, the uh, spring. Yeah. Which has sprung, by the way, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> if you're tuning in, listening for that, and uh, you're still going to get a lot of good new spring talk. Mm hmm. Um, if you tuned in two years ago and heard it, throw all that away. We've we've learned so Yo, much since it, then. It, we've gone back through that episode. It turns out almost everything we said is wrong. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned mm-hmm. for some excellent spring talk. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but why else are you having a bad a bad day, I, bad week, yeah, bad uh, life? Everything. I mean, Tom, I got some bad news today. My bracket. Oh, is busted. No. The March Madness. My bracket has been busted, my friend. Speaking of uh, springtime. Yeah. I mean, that's the that heralds spring. All of us getting together and gambling on student athletes mm-hmm. uh, who aren't being compensated for their I think time. Now or they are, right? I mean, they can. Are There's they some like endorsements that they're allowed them? to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, March Madness is making. Billions of dollars for like yeah. CBS Sports, and that's not getting shared. And like, yeah, well, get in line. I'm not making anything from it either. I know, Tom. Is your bracket busted as well? No, I did. I didn't do a bracket. You you haven't done brackets uh, these past few years. Yeah, yeah, because it's your wife that sets up uh, the brackets usually. Hey, Tom, what, what did I tell you about <laughs> her name in your mouth? <laughs> I didn't say your name. All I right, just said well, right. your wife. Yeah. Um, she's because I would like you to keep her name out of my fucking yeah. mouth. Uh, but she's a big b ball head. She, I mean, she's she's got a big head like a basketball. All right, Tom. All right, <laughs> uh, she does not. Is she even a big basketball? No. Yeah. She's like me. Would, she likes always, the springtime. The yeah. spring, and I think this is just like, hey, let's all. Um, she also likes communal activities, right? But I feel like it occurred to me a few years ago, like because she set, she always sets these up. She's been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she think, just wants to do something special. For I you, know, Tom. but I think it was a few years ago that I like finally it finally dawned on me that that I was like I've never heard her talk about basketball. Oh yeah, no, she's not a fan. Uh, her alma mater mm-hmm. um, is in the um, the tournament this year. Pitt, oh, okay. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, um, the Steelers, exactly. Um, and they're not usually they're one of those teams that's like yeah, not yeah. usually in it. Mm-hmm. Um, potential Cinderella story, one of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's a girl. She likes fairy tales. Of you think course, yeah. Into this? She, she wants to see if one of those men get a silver slipper put on their yeah, feet exactly. at the end. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, uh, and so uh, my mom was filling out the bread. My mom's in this. And she, oh, okay. She's like, hey, sorry, I feel bad, but I didn't oh, put choose. Oh, team. And uh, this was after I filled out the bra- bracket. Yeah, my wife, mom, my, my mom wants to win. Yeah, my my wife is like, uh, they're in, they're in the. <laughs> she fills out her brackets without even looking at the team names. Wow. I think, I think, when you're like me, 
mm-hmm. and most people who just like just want to be a part of something. Right. When you're filling out the brackets, you're like, okay, I'm gonna pick the favorites most of the time, the mm-hmm. the, 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 right. the lower seated I mean, team. Mix it up a little bit, and huh? then once in a while. But I'm not gonna do like a 16. I didn't beat a one all that often. Right. But like, oh, maybe most. Yeah. You know, but hey, if I like the name better, maybe yeah. I will. Um, but like. Most of, in my bracket, most of the nines I got beaten the eights because it's like I feel like a nine could beat an eight. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently not. Apparently they did a good job ranking them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of hurt. I want to uh-huh. say that that you don't participate in this because I think it's a nice way for us to go out. Maybe get some brews and watch some games and have a rooting interest. Well, I, I don't. Maybe wanna, we need to raise the stakes. I don't want to be a part of your wife's gambling problem, Tim. I don't want to facilitate it. I don't want to enable it. And I feel like that's all this is. She doesn't uh, even. She doesn't even. Wouldn't recognize a basketball if one uh, bounced off her head. I know. She's. I mean, stop talking. <laughs> it's not right what you're doing. Um. What if we made it a thousand dollar buy? No, and then like the winner wins, like you know, like you know, fifteen thousand dollars. Literally, I didn't do it the past couple of years because I said to myself, I'm tired of giving ten dollars to somebody that knows more about basketball than me. But we don't know more about basketball. No, there are some people in that that know. I know nothing about college basketball. The people who um who know a lot about it, they're in twenty different brackets, and so what they're doing is like. They're like trying different scenarios out. Yeah, so like they still many know. times they they're just gonna finish in last, and there's no shame there because they're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, but in the other one I'm doing really well right. because I like you know I knew about like they like know the players' names and stuff. <laughs> wow, and okay, like, yeah. well, so they're really into it. <laughs> exactly. Can you name one uh, <laughs> one co- collegiate <laughs> basketball player? Uh, there's probably one name like Len Bias still playing. <laughs> Tom, this is a tragic tale actually. Uh, there's probably one named like David something, right? Yeah, I'm sure there's a David. So I think about how many NCAA basketball teams. Yeah. There got to be a few David. Yeah. There are probably so many Davids you can make a whole team of Davids. Do you think there's a uh, like a Joseph Joe maybe? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. probably some Joes. Okay, in there so I know too. some of these guys. Yeah. Some of my favorite players, <laughs> David and Joe. But the the people that win, it's usually people that are uh, sportos. They know a little bit more about That's this not stuff. always the case. Not always, but I feel like it usually is. Well, Tom. So, like I said. I, I just want to watch a basketball game. I just I want to spend watch time a basketball with game. No, we with don't you. watch basketball games when March Madness is happening. Yeah, because you, cause you don't have a rooting interest. Do you do it with other people without me? My wife and I do it. Okay, and that I, maybe that. But if there maybe were stakes, that should be enough. Tom, next year it's a mandatory. I don't want to come in between you and your wife. Be a third wheel. It's a, it's it, next year is going to be a mandatory buy-in. You yeah, have to do it, have or to we're pay. not friends anymore. You pay. You pay the ten dollars. No, it's a thousand dollars next it's year. $1, and then oh, can you picture how much fun we'll have rooting for the team? We'll be like, oh man, yeah. Because like you can win so much money, yeah. a life changing yep, amount that's, of money. That's the way betting works. If you bet a lot of money, you can win a lot of money. Yeah, you can win even more money than you originally bet. That works regardless of how much money you bet. Yeah, it's but just winning like a hundred dollars isn't like winning ten thousand dollars. Exactly. That's why I'm saying you'll get excited about it. But if you losing ten dollars isn't like losing a thousand dollars. I don't even like losing ten dollars. Well, that's why it's mandatory. I don't. I don't like betting. Well, you you have to. The the, the closest I get to betting, Tim, is uh, putting a quarter in the claw machine. Tom, but guess what? Yeah, that's skill. I know it's not even really yeah, betting. You're the really good at a claw machine. Yeah, we're well, all very impressed. I'm very good at claw, claw machine prowess, and I'm also very good at reading a bad claw machine and knowing when to walk away. Because <laughs> some of these, it's the machine that's bad. Well, because you can program the machines to be like weak during oh, yeah. a certain number of clutches. Tom, if we spend more time talking about claw <laughs> machines on this podcast, well, you asked. You so. you seem to think that that's uh, not part of the skill, and it is part of the skill. Knowing when to walk away. Wow, Tom. Hey, I've we've all heard the gambler. We know hey. the skill. Well, let me tell you another uh, skill. Knowing when to put your arm up through the hole and just grab one of the Tom, guys. if you if you were live enough to do that, <laughs> I remember this one time when I was a kid. 
I remember like always going to the like the the Bayshore Mall, which was like always like a little bit of a scummy mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it some, was like past its prime. Yeah. And I think it was like when I was a kid in like, I don't know, the early mid 80s, it was like, this is the happening place. Showtime uh, Grill. Is that what that was called? Yeah, yeah. Showtime Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. But by the time, I don't know, I was like 10 or 11 going there, it's like, nah, this place has been open for a decade and it's seen better days more than South Shore Mall was eating its lunch at that point. Maybe I'm thinking of South Shore Mall. No, you're thinking of the Bayshore. I remember which is which. Well, the Bayshore Mall. Went downhill okay. when the South Shore Mall opened. This okay. is all very interesting. <laughs> but anyway, they had a uh, arcade in there that I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the same arcade where I played that game that had Wolfman Jack in it. Right. <laughs> um, but I remember this one time being at the arcade. The, what? The lore <laughs> around this arcade? Yeah, or just around your weird childhood. Well, let me let me add to that lore, Tim, and tell you about this one time I was at the arcade and I was playing the claw machines as I like to do. And I noticed one of the claw machines didn't have any glass in the front. <laughs> it really took a long time to deduce that, Tom, to notice it's that. It's dark in there. There's no reflections. So you don't really notice it. I think it was I saw across the way the claw machine. That you wouldn't notice that there's no Tom. Listen. You're giving yourself too much credit. No. The world's greatest detective <laughs> realized that there is no glass in the claw machine. No, machines. listen. I was on the other side of the arcade. Probably in that Wolfman Jack game, DJ Boy, I believe it's called. Right. Um, and I was like, all right, I want, oh, hey, the claw machine. It looks like they just freshly packed the claw machines. Let me go take a look. And then once I got close, I saw, wait a minute, the glass is out of this one. Mm-hmm. And I look over, and there's the, the arcade operator, the guy with all the quarters. Uh-huh. And he's like looking at me, but pretending he's not looking at me. It was a sting operation, I think. It was like a honeypot. Ah. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, grab a stuffed animal or something? Like, it's the thrill of the chase, right? It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you don't actually want that. It's not like, oh, cool, I got this. Uh, yeah, but also know, like, when you're a scratchy bear that's like <laughs> not even fit. Like, it's a stuffed animal, but it's like. It's filled with styrofoam. Yeah, or like something. the styrofoam yeah. peanuts or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just. But also, like, when you're a kid, it's fun to steal when, like, an easy opportunity to steal pops up. I was up. too afraid to steal. So was I, but, like, when it was like, oh, I can get away from... scot-free with no, this one. No, see, that's the thing. It wasn't about... Well, but I was... So I was afraid this, that this was a sting operation, so I just played it without the glass in there <laughs> like a like a real moron. Did you win? No, I didn't win, and then I walked away because... Because, yeah, I'm talking a big game about, like, liking to steal when I was a kid. But, like, I literally walked over. And everybody's very impressed, by the way. <laughs> when I walked over there, intending to just play the game and then notice the class wasn't there, I I was so scared to not, not even just walk away that I was like, no, I have to play it. <laughs> so he doesn't think I walked over here to steal something, but then saw him looking at me. Right. I mean, what is it? Is Minority Report where he could be like, oh, this is a mind crime you were planning on doing. Tim, I mean, the operator in Arcade, they were that was their domain. They had free reign. It's like, a, like an autonomous zone. They yeah, were allowed cannot, to do whatever they wanted. Yeah, I cannot imagine. He could have put me in, in one of those machines and put the glass in. That's what he was waiting to do. Yeah, and then my parents would have to play the claw machine to free me. And, and the cops wouldn't have been able to do anything. The courts, nothing. Lawless zone at the Bayshore Mall arcade. <laughs> been, look, however he ended up in there is not our concern, but there's only one way to get him out, and it's winning him through oh. the, the claw machine. Those claw, they were too weak. You didn't inherit your claw machine skills from your parents? No, it's no. I think they- Divine intervention. Yeah, of the, they, they, uh, they grew up in a pre-claw machine era, I believe. Right. We should do an episode about the claw machine. I don't think we need to. We should get a we should get a claw machine. Uh, you want to do this episode about claw <laughs> no, machine? No, I don't. No, I need to. I need to really prepare so I can make sure you can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs>
think we're, we're <laughs> pretty much there, Tom, aren't we? Did you explain why why you're having a bad week? Yeah, because my bracket was busted. Oh, your bracket's busted, yeah. So, see, Tom, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be more fun if this was, like, personally devastating to me? But then you're like, oh, but I could stand but my make... My bracket's in pristine condition. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? This is why next year, mm-hmm. this week, when we're doing... Spring, spring, uh-huh. part three. Um, wh- either you have bought into our thousand dollar March Madness pool, uh-huh. or this will be the last. That will be the last episode because our friendship will be over. <laughs> so you're saying we're not friends anymore. You're saying our thousand dollar. You you think you're going to be able to get other people on board with this? It's mandatory, Tom. Did but you not hear? But you understand? Oh, so and. and you're gonna sever friendships with everybody that doesn't uh, go in. Yeah, and and like if your mom, I don't think we'll have to. I'll have to play that card with with everybody. You I think, think everybody most people will, be will into see it. the benefit of? Hey, I could really win big here. <laughs> right. I mean, there's no downside. It's all upside from where I'm looking at it. Right. Yeah. I like, look, you lose a thousand dollars if you don't win. <laughs> but like, think about how much the experience. It's like. Three weekends. You're, you're just explaining the idea of gambling <laughs> with friends, but you're explaining like in gambling the... as co- community bonding experience. Yeah, but imagine this: that that first we're we're all real excited for the game, and then the the we all sit down, we watch the first like round, and people have busted brackets, and now they're uh, they're inconsolable. I've thought about this, Tom. Uh huh. People whose brackets are not busted. Yeah, it's on them, mm-hmm. and we'll figure out a way to do this and to whatever. cheer up the other people. Yeah, it, uh, they have to order like mozzarella sticks for the table. Uh, it's on them. The mozzarella sticks, and just for the table? How about just for the losers? Yeah, but what if other people want mozzarella sticks? Yeah, exactly. I don't think mozzarella sticks. You're saying this like you think mozzarella sticks would make up for losing a thousand dollars in your eyes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, you can just buy skins. mozzarella sticks for how much? What's the going rate for mozzarella sticks these days? Uh, close to like six, seven hundred dollars. I think six, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. So at the end of the day, you're you're not really. I didn't even tell you about these mozzarella sticks I had recently. Huh. You, hey, you might be excited to hear this because I got mozzarella sticks at the country's oldest cheese shop that uh, just closed. Where is that? It was in Little, Little Italy. Oh, I think I read about this. Yeah, it was like publicized a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, my fiance uh, got a good friend that was like, hey, like I want to go check this out. She's like a big foodie. Right. She was like, I've never been there. I want to check it out. Big foodie going to Little Italy. How did that work? That, uh, well, you'll have to read my book, Big Foodie <laughs> in Little Italy, to find out. But uh, uh, so she was like, you guys want to check this out? So we did. And, uh, you know, I'm in this place, I'm looking around and I'm like, I don't think I really need to like buy five pounds of mozzarella cheese. And that was the other thing. I was like, this is the oldest cheese shop, but like they kind of just got mozzarella cheese. They didn't, they didn't have like a ton of- It's probably of... good mozzarella cheese though. It, uh, uh, it was, but, uh, but I got, they had uh, mozzarella sticks. Wow. So it's like mozzarella sticks from the oldest cheese shop in America. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Were they like breaded or like kind of battered? Um, you know, you know how you can get those frozen, like battered. Yeah, uh, no, they weren't like that. I like the battered ones, although the cheese gets like molten inside those for some reason. Yeah, no, this cheese was uh, like the perfect temperature. It was kind of one of those mozzarella sticks where it's like uh, you can see the mozzarella, like even as it's okay. like sitting there. Yeah, it's, it's a cheese forward stick. Yeah, it's not yeah. hiding behind breading. They're not trying to cover everything in the breading because sometimes you get those kind and you bite into them. It's like there's barely a mozzarella in here. There's right. just like a, a shell of breading. Right. That's it, true. And which isn't so bad, a fried breading. No, I mean, you're not going to send it back, but no. but this was good. Very good mozzarella. How many came in the uh, in the pack? Uh, I want to say four, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So this was like a bespoke experience. So you don't have any left. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't. 
have any left. And like I said, they close, so I can't even. I know. Uh, I thought maybe you had some it. in your freezer right now, and you could. Uh... No, maybe I think you misunderstood, Tim. I am. I they had them fresh. I bought them and ate them oh. right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> what does that change? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking that they had to like travel. I thought they were selling yeah. like a. Oh. Tim, you know, you... So it's a cheese shop, but they had a freaking vats of hot oil in there, too. Yeah, well, it was like mostly like a sandwich shop. A lot of people Mm. were getting sandwiches. It was Mm. like that kind. It was more like a deli thing. Again, when I walked in, I was like, like, all right, this is more a place that makes cheese than it is like a cheese shop. Right. You know, they they made a lot of others. They push. what did the foodie think? What did the big foodie think? Uh, she loved it. She thought it was great. She bought like a big uh, thing of smoked mozzarella. Mm. She was trying to figure out if she wanted regular or smoked, and I think she went with the smoked. Hey, when in doubt, go for like the weirder thing from yeah, a specialty right. Shop. It's like yeah. look if they're going either way to smoke this stuff, it must be for a good reason. Yeah. Hey, that's what I say about Cheech and Chong. <laughs> that's what you say about. Them not marijuana. <laughs> They're going out of their way to smoke. Oh, this I see. Stuff. They must, must be, be good. pretty yeah. good. Um, it troubles me that you think all mozzarella sticks have to be frozen. You, you. No, here's what I was thinking. Purport no. yourself to be this big mozzarella. I thought fiend it was and... a cheese shop and not a place where you're supposed to consume. Uh, consume food on premises. I mean, so it I was thinking wasn't like I ate it out on the street. No, I didn't think it was like a, a place that sold prepared foods. I thought it was right. kind of like you go in there; it's like a cheese shop, and yeah. they give you cheese to bring home and then you know use as you see fit. So I thought mm-hmm. the mozzarella sticks must have been because you can't sell somebody like here's a mozzarella stick, go home and fry this yourself and like not have it be frozen. It just won't travel well. All the breading will fall off. Not if it's put on good. Well, it doesn't seem like it was put on that well. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't put on that well. Yeah. I, I think all that breading would have fallen off. Also, Tom, I buy my cheese online now. You buy Wisconsin. your cheese online? Yeah. From Wisconsin? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I bought, I bought it twice. Mm-hmm. They send they send me an email every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody who buy anything from online, uh, yeah, it's I, like I'm sorry. I don't. I I enjoyed the cheese I bought from you. I do not need daily correspondence about like <laughs> the newest cheeses. Well, that's I was telling you right before we started about this new uh, THCA stuff, right? And drugs, uh, drugs, uh, weed, marijuana, like uh, Cheech and Chong. the stuff that Cheech and Chong are smoking. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but that's because I bought like a CBD like tincture from this company like three years ago, and I get yeah. an email from them every day that is basically like we figured out a new way to say something isn't weed when it is weed, so we can send it to you through the mail. Yeah, although it was a long journey from there because a lot of the stuff was like, okay, now this stuff's kind of like weed we had to do some weird things to it it's not gonna look normal and also like that's gonna wind up being more dangerous than weed uh, yeah i mean some of that some of that stuff already has like proven out to be uh more dangerous or places are like oh th- we we have a natural process to like get this from hemp plants like ah, actually it's just synthetic weed that they're yeah. saying that about and i'm sitting here going what could be more natural than god's herb yeah what could, hey what could be more natural than grass hey huh. there must be a reason cheech and chong smoke it <laughs> tim uh did you know that the first day of spring what was the first day of spring this this year ah you got my trick question already. That it's not the same day every year. I thought no. it was the same day every year. Well, I thought it's it was generally, the 21st. It's generally, right? Yeah. What is it? The vernal equinox? Yeah. Hey, Vern. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's an <laughs> earnest-themed season, which is why, which is why we like it oh, so much. Oh, I thought much. you were saying this is an earnest-themed season of the complete guide to everything. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> this is our, spring our is... 20th earnest-themed season of the complete guide to everything. <laughs> No, spring is kind of like, uh, or if if spring had a spokesman, it'd be Ernest. Yeah, I can see it being up, but he did save Christmas. But I guess he did. And that he was also so did get scared stupid in the autumn. <laughs> but those were such unusual events that, that they, they had made to make a whole movie about it. Yeah. The rest of the year, Ernest is just he's living his normal life. Yeah. Not that much crazy happens to him. Uh. Um, 
Yeah, so apparently the first day of spring can be anywhere from the 19th to the 21st, depending on the year. Right. Did you know also that vernal like, uh, is another word for spring? Yeah. You could say, like, oh, it's a lovely vernal we're having. Oh, I right? actually didn't know it. In I don't context. know if you can say it that way, but... <laughs> But uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to start just to see what uh, people Why? say. You, you roll your eyes when people call fall autumn. <laughs> I know. You're like, oh, oh, oh who's this but, guy? Uh, but now Mr. I... Mr. Thesaurus uh, has entered the building. Well, now I think I might be able to get a leg up on them by saying, oh, you know, I like the autumn, but honestly, I prefer vernal. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a that's a thing that will be accepted. Well, uh, we'll see. I see mean, it's going to send these, it's going to you... send these autumn people for a loop. I'll yeah. tell you that much. They'll be running to you, their... but like, come clean. You honestly don't like it when people call it autumn. Not really. It's two syllables when one syllable will do. Yeah, but are you going to say that to uh, World War Two veterans that call it WW two when they're talking? It's uh, like you can call it that when you when you write it. Right, it's shorter that way. Now, nah, because I kind of like WW2. <laughs> I like the way that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. And Tim, I haven't talked to a lot of World War II. There aren't, there aren't that many left at this point. I know, point. Tom. Uh, unlike me, when uh, you're talking to World War II, you, you don't you don't you don't revere the Greatest Generation the way that I do. When you when you're uh, rolling your eyes at a WW2 veteran for saying autumn. <laughs> Uh, the siege happened in the autumn of 42. We had a uh, a teacher in uh, high school mm-hmm. who was, uh, he injected a lot of like politics into his social studies yeah. um, curriculum mm-hmm. in ways, in like subtle ways. Yeah. It, well, it, not necessarily subtle ways in ways that like dumb teenagers didn't understand. Yeah. But I just remember like, this was the late '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about World War II, and it was right around um, when all of like the Greatest Generation stuff was yeah, like coming yeah. out. I think it was like you know around like Saving Private Ryan, and they were like, mm. "We salute the Greatest." Gen-. That's when they like coined that phrase or whatever. Yeah, and he just came and he's like, "Can we really consider that generation the Greatest Generation when they're the ones who raised the hippies?" <laughs> like you don't need to tell a bunch of fifteen-year-old like that's a that's a excellent musing, <laughs> right? Uh, you don't need to. And also, like a fifteen-year-old's like, what's wrong with hippies? <laughs> yeah, and he's right. Uh, now I realize, oh yeah, the hippies. Yeah, you know, but like, uh, yeah. So I guess the Greatest Generation isn't that great because there were no, bad they, parents that yeah they raised a bunch raised of hippies. Yeah, and uh, the uh, and those hippies grew up to murder Sharon Tate. Yeah. Some of them. Not all of them, but good luck sorting out who did and who yeah, didn't. Yeah, I mean, they're all they're not, all the, that ilk. Not not to get into another argument about, like, I don't really understand how Marilyn Manson ended. Not Marilyn, uh, uh, not Marilyn, Charles Manson ended up in uh, jail. He didn't murder anyone. Yeah, I mean, he thought he murdered somebody. Yeah, but he didn't. He masterminded some stuff. They should let him out, I think. Tom, I got bad news for you. I mean, he has been let out. <laughs> well, that, well, I hope he's not in New York. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. Nah, I, he's. Uh, where do you think uh, he's buried? Yeah, or his somewhere in L.A. Or, or maybe he was. Uh, where do they just cremated? like throw him in the trash? <laughs> I I told you I knew that I knew somebody that knew his wife. Right. His, like, recent wife that, like, he married, you know, uh, I don't know, within, like, the last 10 years this of his sounds life. Sounds like a real catch. <laughs> this guy was understandably, this guy I knew that knew her was, like, understandably blown away that, like, somebody he knew What if you found out that, Charles like, Manson. an ex-girlfriend of yours had married Charles Manson? Yeah, I mean, I think it was, like, a long, I think it was, like, oh, this person was always, like, kind of a hippie, like, kind of a little weird, but, like, Nowhere near the like marrying Charles Manson level of uh, weird. Well, um, that uh, Sharon Tate house, yeah. Um, the Roman Polanski house, yes. Um, your hero. Um, it uh, that's where (laughs) that's where uh, Nine Inch Nails recorded. I think the downward spiral. Oh, is it? Well, that would explain why it was so dark. 
And do you know who lives there now? I feel like I heard this recently. I think I told you this because it's my favorite thing. It's been like raised, right? The, yeah, the yeah. property. Yeah, they put it up on stilts. No, 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 Tom. What? Uh, Tom, you're going to call me Mr. Thesaurus again. <laughs> R-A-Z-E-D. They they, they demolished well, yeah, the Trent house. Trent Reznor lived there, so they got to do everything. <laughs> the um, RZs. And they built this beautiful property owned uh-huh. by uh, the creator of Full House. Oh, wow. Jeff okay. Franklin now mm-hmm. lives on that property. Yeah. You should see this house, Tom. Jeff Franklin lives in a lovely house. I'm sure he does. A lot of bad things happen on that property. I saw mm-hmm. uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That was a cool scene. Was, did that take place in the spring? When were those? those uh... I don't think anybody ever wrote it down. <clears throat> No, that's unfortunately something that uh, <laughs> lost history. <yeah. laughs> Manson murders date. <clears throat> this is good. This is good radio. Oh, is this a Tim? That's a website for people looking for dates for fans of the Manson murders. See, this is this is how your friends friends. Yeah, exactly. And I'm worried about you being on there now. Yeah, signing up for an account. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Tom. This took place in, in August. Oh, okay. The summer, which is the season after spring. Well, I guess that gives away what we were going to talk about after the break. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Better Help. Tim, you ever, uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you, uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. love second, and then the treasure, that's also The awesome. treasure is the, is the wild card. We, it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Tim, I want to talk about uh, some some interesting facts I learned about the spring. Yeah, we've already been we've covered a lot of them. <laughs> uh, I found a lot of these on this place called FactPackers.com. 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 But I feel like, but then I looked at another website and I was like, oh, I think Fact Packers just like steals all their facts from this other website. Tom, there's lots of facts websites that yeah. um, have a lot of different, uh, they, they have all the same facts yeah. worded in the same hey, way. If you're, if you're looking, uh, if you, if a lot of our listeners have probably just gotten out of law school. Right. Great business to go into going after some of these fact websites for posting erroneous facts and stealing facts. Yeah, it's a good way to make a name for yourself. <laughs> yeah, in the legal industry. Yeah. Um, well, you, hey, you prosecute even one of these websites, you tell us about it, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. We'll give you a free 15-second ad on the Complete Guide to Everything. I probably don't want a lawyer who's good at like suing 
people for lying about facts anywhere near this show. No, that's where we get, you know, like... Oh, the cover. Would we, would we lie about facts? Yeah. Look, we, Look at who we're best friends yeah. with. This, uh, one of the You'd most also get to be our lawyers. best friend, too. Yeah. That's implicit, isn't it? But... You got to join my March Madness pool. <laughs> That's the only way you can be your friend now. <laughs> um, all right. So I talked about how it doesn't always fall on the same day every year. The the vernal. Yeah, that was a very interesting fact. Um, but did you know, I, this isn't really a spring fact. <laughs> this, this is the second bo- one. The second one. I'm not going to say it. It's no, I, I want to hear how, how, how. I'll judge how boring it, it is. It actually takes the Earth an average of 365.25 days to go around the sun. Mm-hmm. So a little bit, little bit more, four hours more, six hours more. Yeah, that's what a leap year is for. Shit, I guess that all that all makes sense now, huh? Yeah. Wow, I thought a leap year added a day. Yeah. Oh, because I see, I see, I get it, huh? This was all just a cover for the facts lawyer. So if he's listening to it, he could be like, well, Tom seemed genuinely impressed by that fact. Wait, so now we have to we have to convince the lawyer that we're dumb? Yeah. Well, no, that we're we're too dumb to go after. We couldn't master <laughs> we couldn't make up our own facts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because whenever we hear a fact, we're both like blown away. Yeah, by we're it. gobsmacked. So by how on earth could we come up with our own can't, can't facts? Can't run a fact uh, false fact mining operation. Yeah. Um and that, uh, uh, since we're talking about the vernal equi- equinox, uh, all this business about standing an egg up on its uh, head during the equinox, bullshit. Hooey? Hooey. Um, standing an egg, yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, it just takes the right egg hmm. and uh, some trial and error. But I mean, that's people try. People go, oh, I heard on the vernal equinox you can stand an egg on its head because of where the sun is. And somehow, presumably, that affects gravity. Uh, I'm going to try it. And these people don't think, well, Let's I don't try, try it the day, other yeah. days of the year. I have no idea whether this is actually that hard or not. Yeah. You ever go to uh, the mystery spot in Sa- in San Francisco? No. Is that in San Francisco? Or it's like outside San Francisco. Oh, it's close no. to San Francisco. I've never been. I've been there. It's I great. saw a Dennis the Menace comic. Dennis the Menace comic. That where, took place there? Yeah, they went oh, that's to the pretty mystery cool. spot. I think <laughs> well, it was like SpawnCon for the mystery spot. That, that's basically as good as visiting. But I like went to... I don't think I knew about the mystery spot until I was told like we were going. I was like with other people. Mm-hmm. It was like... Your a, family? No, no. It was a work thing. Okay. Uh, so like... The team yeah, building... Gonna no, solve some mysteries. No, I it was when I was working for Apple and I was in <laughs> I like that we're shouting over a motorcycle <laughs> right now. It's, well, it's this, too hot to clip. It's a real professional operation. <laughs> it's springtime. Most <laughs> with their volume fluctuating <laughs> depending on how much motorcycle noise. Well, look, it's springtime, it's warm, gotta keep the windows open. Yeah. Uh, also, again, Tim, this lawyer gets any ideas about going after us? He's like, oh, sounds like they know some motorcycle guys. <laughs> We're protected. <laughs> We're protected by the Hells Angels. Um, what was I talking about? The oh, mystery uh, the mystery spot. spot. Uh, this this episode is. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was out there for training for Apple. So it was like with a bunch of people I didn't know I'd never met before. But like we became uh, friends because we didn't know anybody else. So one day it was like, yeah, we got like a Saturday off. Let's go to the mystery spot. And like on the way there, I'm trying to figure out like, wait, is this like a real thing? Like, is there is there like a place on Earth where gravity acts differently? Mm. I guess that kind of makes sense. Like the, the Earth's pretty big. This is before iPhones were invented, too. So you're on the way to the mystery spot, you couldn't... All I could do is look out the window like a dummy and keep asking if we were there yet. I couldn't even look at the Maps app and see if we were there. Um, But, yeah, it's just like a bunch of optical illusions. But it is, like, very convincing when you're there that your mind can't really wrap itself around 
the the angles of certain things. Yeah, we the, all like optical illusions. And uh, an optical illusion you can go inside of. That's one of the best kind of optical illusions. I was gonna say I was there in the spring, but that's not true. <laughs> just say, summer. just say. I was there in the spring. Nice. Yeah, that's a great time to go to the mystery spot, the mystery house, mystery spot. Also, it's some in people Santa Cruz, Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went to Santa Cruz. Yeah. Uh, people went to what, what's that lady's house? She kept building the house, and uh, like doors lead to nowhere. Oh, uh, yeah. What's her face? Yeah, people went there, and I don't know why I didn't go with them. That sounds like it was right up my alley. Right. Yeah. She was like an heiress. Who is this? Right. Yeah. Patty Hearst. <laughs> We don't know very many heiresses. <laughs> uh, Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah, I forget, but it was like she she thought like if she didn't keep building, that ghosts would get her or something. Yeah. So she's she kept building to confuse the ghosts, something like that. Yeah, All Paris right. Hilton back uh, back at back on top. Yeah. Um, I feel like all those uh, early 2000s uh, starlets. Yeah. We, uh, as a society, we now stan. Yeah. And the Paris Hilton thing, it's like, look, I get it. People were uh, like, uh, you know, mean to her and and they shouldn't have been that way. Um, And she's. And bad things. Like, there's there's more to it than just like people laughed at her. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm talking about like the general public that it's yeah. like yes she's a she's a actual person she's not a cartoon character you you shouldn't uh, but but at the same time I'm kind of like look she's rich <laughs> she's fine <laughs> it's fine you can you can be like yeah people people shouldn't have been uh, people shouldn't have done the bad things to her be, be, and like the general public shouldn't have said bad things about her and like made fun of her and like critiqued her body on all that stuff. But like, come on. Like I don't <laughs> The views of Tom Reynolds do not reflect. <laughs> I'm not saying come on about that stuff. I'm saying come on about like everybody's like, we're very sorry. So now guess what? She's actually really smart. <laughs> <laughs> they do they do claim that she's smart and that it has been an act the whole time. I'm sure she And played... Tom, uh she's a billionaire, so uh are you a billionaire? Well, so that's how smart what are you? I feel like a lot of people are like, Well, how you know, she she played all of us like fiddles. She knew what she was doing, and it's like did she play us like fiddles? Like did she become soup? Did it does like the <laughs> Did she become soup? I was gonna say super rich. Okay. I was gonna say like is is most of her wealth made up from uh, the simple life, the simple life, uh, or is it from her grandfather starting right. Hilton Hotels? Like, it's fine. We can be sorry without being like, no, actually, she's the next Einstein. Yeah. Are you a Hilton's Rewards member? No. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, to, I'm a Bonvoy man myself. I, Tom. I, I, <laughs> I assume you are too, huh? A real Marriott man. <laughs> Yeah, well, that money went to buying her a fucking uh, uh, dopey ape or whatever they were called. Uh, Bored ape. Bored ape, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, I bought one of those on her recommendation. (laughs) Yeah, you were like, should I be concerned? She's she's pretty rich, so she must know the best. She makes good investments, yeah. yeah. I did the same because Jimmy Fallon bought one. Yeah. Tom, the week before... In 2021, we did uh-huh. our spring episode. The first yeah. time we did a spring episode. Mm-hmm. You want to know what the uh, the the topic was? Spring. Nope. NFTs and oh, then parentheses okay. non fungible tokens because yeah. we felt the need to. We were ahead of the curve on both. <laughs> yeah, we should have. We should have been buying them. I would like to go back and listen to that episode because mm-hmm. I was skeptical of them, and I think you were like, "Nah, I think this might be the future of everything." No, I was not like that. Mm, it tends to be. I still, I think there are uses for non fungible tokens. I don't think any of those uses are like I don't know, in any way relevant right now. Hey Tom, what's your favorite springtime drink? Ooh. Mm. I don't know. Do you want me to get you started here? Sure. By telling you mine? Okay. I was going to say lemonade, but that's a summertime drink. Oh. 
Was <laughs> yours just going to be lemonade? Mine was lemonade. No, well, in a way, mine is an all Arnold Palmer. Oh, okay. Half lemonade, half yeah. uh, iced tea. Either that or a mint julep. Yeah, those are nice. Because we all love the Kentucky Derby, which yeah. takes place in the spring. It sure does. Uh, the the Arnold Palmer, like it is kind of crazy. You You would think at first blush, iced tea and lemonade, well, those are two completely different things. But then you think like, oh, but like lemon's nice in a nice tea. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, and what's better than lemon and sugar? Yeah, in a in a nice in a, in a nice Arizona uh, ninety nine cent can. Yeah, do you remember when all that stuff was going on with Arizona doing something that angered people? Um, <laughs> Not really. I think it was something like I mean, like people were legitimately angry. Remember, like we all like. <laughs> do you remember? You know how like we all. Sometimes get like uh, really hyper focused on something yeah, like it's yeah, going to be yeah. the end of the oh world. Oh my god! This company's the enemy. Yeah, but Arizona, the state, did yeah. something bad. And oh, I think it was yeah. something about like and they everybody were took it out on the iced tea. And it turns out the iced tea has nothing to do with yeah, the, the state of Arizona. A cool name. Yeah, which is also like, yeah, I thought Arizona was a cool name. You didn't, uh, we didn't realize it was a state. <laughs> Well, I don't think you should blame any drink for something a state does. Mm, what there are very few things you can blame drinks on, except for my third wife. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was constructed in an odd way. I'll try to figure that out. Third marriage is what I should have said. It sounds like uh, like drink somehow created my third wife. Right, but, uh, so what you're saying is marriage. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think drinking can be linked to a lot of bad. <laughs> No, drinking's never ruined anybody's <laughs> life, Tim. Not drinking Arnold Palmer's, though. Yeah, no, they're good. So um, did you think of your favorite springtime drink? Uh, You're just going to say Arnold Palmer. No, here's what I'm going to say, because it's a drink that I've been drinking this week, so it's relevant. Mm-hmm. This isn't something you're going to hear in the episode from two years ago, I'll tell you that much. So I didn't even know it existed. Uh I can't get into all the trouble I'm having with seltzer right now, but uh, I got, uh, there's a new LaCroix flavor. Okay. Beach plum. Beach plum? That sounds like a summertime drink. Yeah, but it's good, and you want to know why? You want to know what it tastes like? What does it taste like? High C. (laughs) So so they just relented and started putting sugar in their drink? I don't know, but there was other... um, Seltzer at the store when I was looking at seltzer. Again, I don't want to get into the whole thing. What is going on with you and seltzer, Tom? The seltzer top line it for the me. Seltzer, don't get in don't get into the it, please. Seltzer at the place closest to me to buy seltzer has gone through the roof price wise. Oh hey man, that's uh, Joe Brandon's America. Yeah, but I love seltzer and I drink so much of it. And I and like and part of the reason why I was able to switch from soda to seltzer was was able to say, like, this is better for me, but also, look, it's a little cheaper. Right. And save some money. Um, but now I'm looking at the prices and going, well, I might as well just buy soda. And then when I'm going, well, I might as well just buy soda, I go, well, I might as well just buy beer. Yeah. And that's, that's how you got into this you know whole when, mess, your third the, marriage. <laughs> you know when they talk about uh, how, like, ah, people in the Middle Ages had beer for breakfast. That was like very low alcohol content beer, right? Uh, what are you talking about? I didn't I didn't hear this fact. They Have you been getting this from <laughs> factjack.com? No, fact Tim, Factjack is a X-rated site. Please don't mention it on here. <laughs> For true fact lovers. Oh, uh, wait. So there's Fact Packer? Fact Packer. Uh, fact Jack. Mm. What's going on with Jack Packer? <laughs> I don't even know. I also got some of these, uh, some facts from romper.com. Ooh. Uh, you want to remember when uh, rompers were all the rage for the ladies in Brooklyn? Yeah. And then they realized, like, oh, I have to get naked to go to the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. I remember, yeah, there was like a summer where, Mm -hmm. like, it was like romper season. Mm -hmm. And then it'd be at a bar, like, uh, you know, having a drink on a Saturday (laughs) afternoon. And, uh, 
Someone's girlfriend would come back traumatized. <laughs> yeah, like somebody opened the door and I was <laughs> completely naked sitting on the toilet. Um, Romper.com, here's the uh, what I got from them. They were talking about Spring Babies, who is me and you. Yeah, we're a spring, couple of spring Babies. Spring Babies. Yeah. Spring Babies tend to be leaders, mm. uh, optimistic, mm. anorexic. Okay. Less likely to develop allergies hmm. and have later bedtimes. Tom, you and I, a couple night owls. Exactly, because we're spring babies. Leadership qualities, I'm not so sure. Well, the two of us vie for leadership of this podcast every That's week. That's true. It's a real uh, match of the titans, match of the leadership titans. It's a real uh, pissing contest every, <laughs> every week. Well,. Yeah, after the show ends and we have our weekly pissing contest. Well, we just drink a lot of beer while we're doing this. One, I thought we were drinking a lot of beer because of the pissing contest. (laughs) It was who can piss the longest. Well, it's a a lot of different events. It's who can piss the farthest, (laughs) the longest, the the greatest amount. Yeah. So we're measuring on a lot of different criteria. Which which I feel like is how we wind up at a tie every week. Exactly. Well, you know, how, how do you judge piss at the end of the day well you gave a bunch of different criteria yeah i know you can't just choose one it's a multifaceted kind of thing smell how dark it is yeah you're like uh take a leak and you go like ooh, smells bad i gotta drink some water no but you know me i'm incredibly well hydrated do you know this about me you always talk about it i'm too well hydrated i think you yeah i think you're just not sniffing your piss closely enough I think I think you, I think if you really got down yeah, there, you gotta get in there, and it's like a real big whiff. You might be surprised. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so because I get I'm I'm I got, I'm I'm getting a visual on it too, Tom. <laughs> All right, well, keep that to yourself. Uh, I also read, but again, I think this was from like fact packers or somewhere less reliable that uh, spring babies have a lot more uh, mental illnesses. Okay, than tricks. <laughs> Then, on average, than other like apparently they did like some huge study. I think just kind of trying to like correlate everything and figure out if there's like any rhyme or reason. And it was like, oh, there's like a much more chance if you're a spring baby to be like bipolar, anxious, depressed, all you know the the full gamut. Run the gamut of uh, the brain stuff. Yeah, you ever have a spring fever? Now, what is that? Is that when you fall in love with people? That could be part of it, Tim. Spring fever, apparently, uh, the common symptoms are restlessness, which, like, that makes sense. It's like, oh, it's spring. Like, I want to get out there. I've been cooped up. Daydreaming. Again, it's like, ah, it's nice out. Mm -hmm. Go to the park and daydream for a little bit. Appetite loss. Huh. High heart rate and so on. The other, I and mean, so it, on? Yeah, then it like gets into more yeah. medical. Yeah. <laughs> like like uh, uh, bluish lips. <laughs> Difficulty um, hearing. I don't think I've had spring fever. I do kind of get, especially these first few nice days where mm-hmm. I'm like, if I have any obligation where I can't be outside, yeah. I'm just like... But it's noisy out. Oh, and well, it's, uh, yeah. well, it sounds like you got spring fever, Tim. It's that sounds really, like a, a it's textbook such a case. joyful, that first nice spring day. Yeah. You go to the park. Everybody's uh, awaken, uh, awoken from their slumbers, <laughs> their winter slumbers. You know, I'm, I have, there is something wrong with my brain because Tim, uh, I was at, this whole week I've been like going out for walks and uh, having a nice time today is beautiful in New York. Well, it rained a little bit, but but like right now we're recording and it's nighttime. It's still like almost 60 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And we're recording an episode about spring out. It's the beginning of spring. Until you just said that, it didn't occur to me like, oh, this is the beginning of spring. It's going to it's going to like stay warm. 51 minutes on. into the episode. Yeah. Like, oh, I think just because like the past few years, our weather has been just so wacky that like I'm just kind of used to like, oh, yeah, sometimes it just gets very warm or very cold. I, I don't think that's wacky <laughs> weather. I think that's um, 
Starting when, uh, do you remember this uh, COVID-19, the uh-huh. novel coronavirus? <laughs> yeah. um, I think particularly people like you and I mm-hmm. just stopped doing anything. <laughs> yeah. So the world has been like passing us by uh-huh. and we're just like, oh, weird, it's snowing. Ooh, weird, it's like a, it's, <laughs> it's it's 100 degrees out. today. Yeah. And like, no, that's just time passing and yeah. us not really uh, realizing what's happening. I was thinking about that kind of stuff the other day and I was thinking about how like when you're a kid, how, you know, old people are always telling you, like, oh, enjoy it now, it goes by fast, or like, uh, like youth is wasted on the youth, or whatever, yeah. all that stuff. Um, and then when you get older, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, that was all right. Yeah, and but I was no- like, screw you, old man, I'll never get old. <laughs> but nobody ever listens to that advice. I know. And I was wondering if you've thought about that now that you have a young child. Tom. If you've thought about, like, how do I actually, like, articulate to my child like enjoy this please here's the thing Mm -hmm. did you enjoy it yeah yeah we enjoyed it yeah and so like there's no sense in being like yo you need to be like Mm -hmm. i'm so anxious about the passing of time yeah um and yeah you're you're supposed to dismiss the old fucks that tell you like oh it's fleeting because if you knew if you knew it was fleeting then you wouldn't have you that probably, much fun. Well, you probably could get yourself killed. Yeah, you'd be like, or like, go skydiving every day. Yeah, you got you got enough time to be anxious about your like impending yeah, mortality. Like, and also youth is wasted on the young. I I hate that too. It's just like, no, that's the whole thing. Like people yeah. are like, oh, young people are stupid. Yeah, you were stupid because like being young and stupid is the best. Yeah. Like, don't you wish you were young and stupid? <laughs> Well, I was thinking. I wish I knew less and was way <laughs> younger than I was than I am. Well, I think you're starting to forget things, so you're on your way. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, I know in my bones about like right. <laughs> what the world is like. <laughs> I was thinking about that today, uh, about like how I'm not like I'm wistful for the old days, but I'm also like ah, like I I had my fun. I got it in. Like, there's nothing I'm. I'm like ah. Like I, I miss the way things were necessarily, but I'm not like fuck. I miss my I, chance. Yeah, I think that's very much a product, and I'm the same way. But of being like happy where you are yeah. now. But if you were unhappy where you are now, then you'd be like fuck. I wish I was <laughs> back there, right? Yeah. And that's when you see like, I don't know. This is why people who like try very hard to like stay young or like present themselves as mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. really just like make me sad because it's yeah. like oh you want to be young because like you haven't figured out how to be happy not being young and having those inherent advantages yeah of, like, so it's like you kind of want to like nah 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 i need like uh more time or yeah whatever. it's the same thing as like reliving your high school years or i mean it's literally the same thing but yeah. like being like like, oh no, I'm still like I know all the slang and keep up with the fashions. It's like, you, 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 it's more than just learn that. Hey, that it's doesn't, more than just slang and fashion. That doesn't make you like less close to old age. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. Well, you know what? Uh, knowing you, that jinkos are back now or whatever. Are they? Uh, baggy pants are back, but there's no reason for us to know that. Well, there, keep wearing there, your impossibly skinny pla- jeans, Tom. <laughs> You look great. There is, Tim. Every day I got, I'm got. i stuffing myself in like a sausage into these things. They're so tiny. And you love it and it looks th- great. I we all love st- it, Tom. I thought they were still the style. No. No. I did. I, I like bought some pants recently, some jeans, and I did get some like, uh, not like stylish jeans or whatever, but jeans that like I was like, ah, these are too baggy. And I did think, like, do I look like an old fuck because I think these are too baggy? Right. Uh, and then I was like, eh, I'm just going to buy what I'm comfortable. I, I barely go outside. What do I care? <laughs> yeah, you didn't realize it was spring. <laughs> exactly. I go outside a lot because I'm walking the dog, but I don't know. I'm not yeah. really paying attention to anything once I'm out there. Do you think I need to impart on my son that he needs to be, like, uh, living uh, every moment? Tim, that's but, like, my job. Also, like... Whenever you're not around, I'll whisper it to him. A cool thing about uh, being young Mm -hmm. is like not being concerned about wasting time, right? Because you think you have all the time time in the world, baby. And like, it's so great. Like, don't you wish you could like 
just sit and not feel like uh, there's something I should be doing. Or like I should be doing. Really, I could be spending my time better. Yeah. I do that even with just like, uh, you know, leisure activity. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And like I always say this, but like I spent so many hours of my teenage years jacking just, off to well, porn yeah well yeah but, uh lying jacking on a bed off to porno cdrs <laughs> cdr cd-roms yeah they Did had you porno, porno cd-roms CD i didn't have any but they existed yeah, no, they, uh, well, and i'm not just talking about leisure suit larry they had crazier things yeah, no I, was, I, was, I wasn't going there with that i was talking about uh just lying on my bed listening to music yeah just like looking at the ceiling or like Looking at the uh, the booklet that came with the CD. <laughs> right. Nowadays, Spotify doesn't have booklets that you can look at. It's ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> It'd be nice. It would be nice. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there, links to our subreddit, our Discord. Hey, pop over. It's a, it is a nice community. In these places. It is a very nice community. Uh, they don't talk about us enough. <laughs> At all, really. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I've talked about this, but sometimes I pop in there like, I'll give them a real thrill. I'll reply to them. And no, they're both this? like, yeah. This is bozo. They're telling me to enjoy my youth. <laughs> TCGT.com. You can check that stuff out. Also, Patreon.com slash Complete Guide for our Patreon. We're sticking with Wuthering Heights. Yeah, and we're loving it, right? <sighs> Books is a podcast. We talk about a bunch of stuff besides the book also. <laughs> Especially when we don't like the book. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete. After this, we're going to read a book about HBO. <laughs> just to teach just to teach those old librarians uh, that we're still cool. That we, uh, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to read a book about TV. Yeah. I've, I've watched enough every book TV about, TV. about books. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can get that, all the back episodes. Hey, thanks to everybody who's a patron. We really appreciate that. You may have noticed, like, uh, there's basically no ads in our show anymore. Uh, the ad market is a little bit uh, tight right now with yeah. everything going on. So uh, we really appreciate our patrons for keeping keeping the ships on time. Yep. Tom, I have a request to make, and I haven't run this by you, but I think you might like it. All right. Tim, Um, there's another uh, pissing contest over leadership, just springing ideas on me. Yeah, I think this is, and this is also about friendship. Um, (laughs) Tom, we're recording this today Mm -hmm. is a friend of the show, Christine's birthday. Yes. Christine has co-hosted the show, guest hosted the show. I thought uh, you were going to say she has COVID again. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, And... uh, she desperately has always. She really enjoys uh, doing the the solves your problems. Mm-hmm. Tom, it's her birthday. You didn't get her a gift, did you? Uh, I got her. A, a, you didn't get her a gift. It, Neither I did it's, I. It's it's late. Maybe it's a nice gift for us to invite her on for an episode where it's oh, Tim and Tom and Christine problem. solve your problems. Yeah. So please. Send in your problems, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com for the special Christine birthday gift episode. And like make them good problems because like she loves meddling in people's lives. Yeah, and this is this is her birthday present, so don't fuck it up, guys. Yeah, so bring really big problems. Right? We we should do that, right? Yeah, not really big. Not like No, no, no. (laughs) What I'm saying is we should have our like this will be good. When I go to something you should call nine one one. When I go to her party, which you're gonna miss Mm. if I say like you're present from me and Tom and my wife and your girlfriend, your fiance, I'm sorry, will be like, Tim and Tom got a gift. But then uh, she'll hear it's like, uh, she's just going to come yeah. back on the show. Well, and then what You're going to create if- content that will get paid for. <laughs> well, and then what happens if uh, nobody sends anything in? People will. I just told them. Wow. You're... They- you're- you're trusting these scumbags a lot more Tom, than I am. What? Just gave a heartfelt uh, uh, thank you to the patrons for keeping the ships on time. Yeah, but come on, let's be real. <laughs> no, we love our patrons. Oh yes, we do. Yeah, uh... and we love anybody. I, look, we love anybody listening to, this, especially at this point in this <laughs> <Yes>. episode. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you're our people. Uh, anything else about the spring? You're not paying us five dollars a month. You should be because. <laughs> 
don't know. They're listening to this. Because your That's brain enough. is broken in a very specific <laughs> way. That, like, there's a lot more of this stuff that you yeah. can unlock. Become become sicker. Uh, Facebook study says that most couples break up in the spring or two weeks prior to Christmas. You want to know why? That's the most common. Spring? <clears throat> because uh, everybody's coming out of the winter. They're fat. They've fattened up for the winter. But then they look outside and other people, they're whipping their tops off or uh, wearing short shorts. I don't understand the first part of it, but I really think it's people going to the park on that first day and being like... And falling in love with other people. Just being like, whoo, everybody's got their... Uh, like. Uh, I feel like uh, everybody's libido is at like a, a 50. Yeah. It's like, look at uh, look at all the eye candy in the park. Hubba, hubba. I was going to say, I don't necessarily know if it's that. Of, of all genders, by the way. I'm not saying, like, yeah. oh, and yeah, the, the girls go... Me too. Like... Yeah, there's a uh, you know a bunch of just uh, beefcakes and babes and and everything in between, <laughs> and they're all scantily clad. That's yeah. the most important. They're thing. Like, oh, finally! <laughs> I think it's more that that like spring is a time for like renewal. It's a time yeah. for fresh starts. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people like you know get through the winter i'm trying to think i don't think i've really i guess i've had some like spring breakups but uh have you had any spring flings uh i may have had spring flings even but i think it's more like i don't know maybe during the winter it's kind of like eh, well if i break up with this person what am i gonna do until then <laughs> Uh, or not even that. I think it's just like you don't realize, but then spring kind of opens your eyes up and, and you're like, wow, the world's ripe for the taken. Yeah. What am I doing? And the two weeks before Christmas What am I doing thing, in this lovely, loveless marriage? Uh, the two weeks before Christmas breakups is, I think, mostly like, I don't want to explain yeah, this is. person to my family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a big hassle. I want to meet your family. Yeah. I want to explain you to yeah. mine. Let's just, let's call the whole thing off. That's how my fourth marriage ended. See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.